we are finding success and we're here to help break that monotony of your life and help you find your own version of success. Welcome back to another episode, guys, with me, Alex. And me, Adam. How are you doing, mate? You're all right. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm beautiful. The sun is shining. It's, it's very hot this week. Oh, it's been scorched. Hasn't it? What was it 30, 33 yesterday? Saturday, 33? Something like Something that. Like I know it was like 27 at midnight. Mate, it was so it was hot. Horrible. It's still hot today as well. It's, still, it's muggy today. Yeah, it's, it's not nice. But it affects our mood, doesn't it? A little bit. bit on. Affects our mood in certain ways. We massively. Uh, we yeah. We can't. Yeah, Working know. in the heat is is hard. Yeah, it's horrible. Being able to like, especially like in the UK, and it's different in the US. I think you got a lot of aircon, haven't you? In mm. certain areas. But in the UK, there's like almost no air conditioning in private homes. Oh yeah. Only if you're incredibly wealthy and you fitted it, it won't. The house wouldn't come with it. No. Um. So trying to get motivated to work, even in the evening, it's gone nine o'clock. Sat there real sticky, just like, bah, you have to have a cold shower. Yeah, yeah. And then even then, like, half an hour later, you're, you're st- sticky you're again. dripping again. Yeah, it? it's just not nice. It's tough. Uh, how was your week been? Not too bad, not too bad. Um, a lot of grafting. We missed last week because we were away. Indeed, Had a little yeah, holiday, not, didn't we? Not good enough. It's not, but we're back on, we're the, back. Back on the train. Better than ever. We ain't going nowhere. Just like you guys, I'm sure. How was your week? What did you, you get up to? Uh, my week was pretty chill, mate, to be fair. Um, I was away, like we said. Uh, had a nice relaxing time away, obviously. Just chilled out. Nice. <laughs> We're laughing at nothing. Um, yeah, yeah, it was good, mate. It was good. But I'm looking good. forward to getting back into the grind. I love Absolutely. the grind, you know me. Uh, what are we talking about this week? This week, just, just general chit-chat about mindset towards money. You know, I think we cover it quite a lot in a lot of the episodes we do, but maybe just going into it a bit deeper, a bit, um, you know, yeah, just a bit deeper, go delve in, dive in and bowls deep in that. Yeah. With like regards to money nowadays, inflation rates sky high, house prices are pretty low. People are still very focused on keeping up with the Joneses. They, they want the car, they want the, the nice shoes, the handbags and so on and so forth. And I was watching this reel the other day about this couple, this American couple, and they were one million pounds in debt. 335,000 of that was in student loans. And the rest of it was, 200 grand of it was in uh, a mortgage. So that's 500 grand basically, 530 grand. They've got more debt and student loans than have their mortgage wow and the rest of it is all on credit cards wow 500 grand on credit cards they were 28 and 29 years old as a couple so you can imagine the rates they were paying back on that um and they have very averagely paid jobs Uh, they obviously have the nice cars both Mm. of them have to drive the latest car and they have the latest shoes and the latest handbag and stuff and the reason that they have that stuff is because they want to look like they have money. And behind the scenes, there are a million pounds in debt. So what would you rather have? Have the money and look a bit shabby, have the less well-branded clothes or the less well-branded trainers, or you can still have the branded stuff, just not many of them, uh, and just look after it. Or would you rather be up to your eyes in debt and have all the possible clothes that you want and the car that you want i know what i would rather choose absolutely sure yeah. you know what you we're the choose. same yeah we, that's a that's a stupid question you know what the answer is to that but 
I can't believe there are people out there that that bad. We need to find out who these people are. We need to give them some FS knowledge, you know. Yeah. Let's help them out. The thing, the scary thing is, is that I'm sure those people are aware of that. I mean, they're aware of what they're doing to themselves, but yet they still fall into that trap. And I spoke to a very, very intelligent kid the other day. He's 16, 17 years old. Uh, His dad's a property investor, very wealthy, comes from Yorkshire, very, very wealthy background. And I was talking to him about money. I was like, right, so, you know, what what do you want to do in the future? He goes, I'm going to do what my dad does because obviously it earns him a lot of money. And I'm like, what do you think your dad invests in? He goes, what do you mean invests in? This kid goes to private school. What is he, you know, where does his money go? I don't really know. So you're telling me that your dad hasn't taught you about money, even though you want to get into property and and investing and stuff like that. Not really. So you're 17 years old, you go to private school, you don't really know much about money, and yet you think that this is going to be your future. It's like, yeah. Well, let me tell you something. I have a podcast that tells people about money and how to treat money and, and their mindset and stuff towards it. So why don't you go and give that a listen and come back to me? And he did. And he said, yeah, actually, I've learned a lot already. But... This is the thing that amazes me is we don't teach kids, we don't teach people from a young age. It's still not in schools. It's still not understandable what we should do with our money and how it works for us. We just go and get debt and credit cards and stuff like that, and it doesn't work. But then how do we... But obviously, we don't teach them also to go spending all that money and stuff. Like, well, how have they... How's it? How, how's a bridge come from earning <laughs> money to spending money? <clears throat> yeah, in such surplus amounts. Yeah. How have they not realised that... It, basic maths is, says you shouldn't be able to do this. Live below your means. And yet, exactly. But how are they? How have this couple in America with a million pounds in debt got so far out? I don't understand that mindset. We're the same. We would would rather look like rags and have riches in the bank and mm. so on and so forth than we would vice versa. I don't know how that's. Is that just modern day, uh, like social media forcing them? Not forcing, but making them feel forced to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. I think that's a crazy mindset to have. Like, I think all we see is to be successful, you have to have a Rolex on your wrist. Yeah, we don't see about the the pain and you know the the heartfelt work that goes into the background of it. But because you can afford a Rolex, it means that you're rich and that you're successful. And it's not the case. You're you can afford a Rolex because you've worked hard to pay for it because you've made success or you've got success in whatever that you do or you've got money in whatever you do. Not because you can wear a Rolex because it means you're successful. It doesn't work like that. It should be the way around. No, so I, I heard a quote someone said once. Um, if your Rolex tells you what time your lunch is or what you know, what hour your lunch is, yeah. it's, it's you're not wearing it right. You, you you shouldn't have it. No, like you're messing up. If you if you <laughs> are working a nine to five and you have a Rolex, unless you're like the CEO of Coca Cola, you're big businessman, yeah, yeah. seven figure salary. <clears throat> Oh, you will be able to afford a Rolex, but if you know, come on, the average man, if he's got a Rolex, I just don't believe I, you can just tell the money is mismanaged. Yeah, it's not, you're it's not, not prioritizing, yeah. yeah, you're not prioritizing building wealth, building a future. Maybe you're not thinking, <laughs> watches are slightly different, I suppose. They are a slight investment, aren't they? He can be investable, yeah. but if he's wearing it every day for work, beating it up, bashing it up, he's not thinking of it as an investment, no, no. So, how do you, yeah. How do we teach people to think long term? That's great. You know, yeah. There's a famous investor called uh, John Templeton or Sir John Templeton. Uh, he's he's dead now, but um, well, delicately put. That was that was. Sorry, um, <laughs> you know me. There's no qualm. <laughs> but uh, this guy would rather fly economy because it would save him on short flights. Yeah. Uh, would rather save him. 
the money that it cost him to sit in the first class lounge, then it would he'd rather fly economy. He could still read a book, he could still get his work done on whatever and so on and so forth. But he would rather fly that because he refused to pay the extra money to sit in business class. And I guess in some ways it's the same respect of like he's gonna buy one pair of Nike Dunks rather than four pairs of Nike Dunks so he can switch it up. The guy is a very, very well known, very clever person, multi million billionaire and yet he used to fly economy so why should we as people want to fly business class because we can it's very instagrammable well yes case, is it? yes that's a good point and now I'm, i've been thinking about my counter for this but i've also argued your side earlier on i think sometimes with regards to flying first class or all business and so on i feel like mm, could that help your mindset say if you do just spend that extra bit of money to put you in that upper class cabin, will that help your mindset? Will that help you feel more powerful, more important? And will that transfer over to your work? Will you suddenly be, instead of getting off the plane and just meandering around going to McDonald's and having a holiday, will you go, I'm going to get some work. I'm going to do something right now. I'm going to get some business done. You know, Will it help you keep in that mind, mindset, that mind frame of being better, being... <clears throat> Improving yourself constantly, et cetera, et cetera. I think it might. I think it will. Do you remember that story you told me a little while ago where your dad turned up in a car in a business meeting? What was it? Just he, remind me of it. So he, he used to have a an old Citroen family car taking Absolutely. us on holiday. Yeah. We are driving all day. And it was a Citroen C8 blue thing. And uh, he noticed when he got it, he was, you know, his business wasn't booming so much. It was, he was, meetings weren't going as well. Like contracts weren't coming in as, as often. Then he upgraded to a, a Discovery, Land Rover Discovery, which looks, you know, it's a smart looking car. It's a yeah. big wagon. And all of a sudden, business started booming again. Meetings were going really well. Contracts started flying in. And it, it made a difference. Yeah. He thinks it was the car that made the difference. And it might not have been. It might have just been a mindset thing again. I'm putting up in a nice car. I don't, I don't know. But say if it was that that worked then maybe splashing out that just that little bit extra in that scenario works. But again, that's different. If they're, going back to that couple earlier, if they've got the latest BM and the latest G-Wagon or whatever it is, but they're just working at the supermarket or, I don't know. An office job or whatever. An off, yeah, job, exactly. Yeah. Just basic, as you say, average average wage. What's an average wage? Like 35 grand, 40 grand? Yeah, 30 grand. Like, there's no need to do that because no matter what car you pull up in, you're getting that with salary. Yeah. So that doesn't make a difference. When you're an entrepreneur or self-employed and running your own business, I think things make a difference. Yeah. That sort of thing does make a difference. Yeah, but sometimes materialistic items make the difference as in turning up in a, in a posh car or something like that because people see people see that when you turn up, you're seen to be successful. Yeah. It's the show that turns up and when you're in a in, in that position with a, a nice watch and you, you're dressed smart and your hair slick and you know, you're well clean shaven and you look the part, then people think this guy's trustable. He knows what he's doing. Let's go and sign up with him rather than turn up or, you know, chat to a guy who's turned up in trackies with uh, no There's, watch on. It's a fine line to balance, isn't it? Very you can't close, just yeah. you can't just go balls to the wall one side of it and mm. ignore the other. You you know yeah, you've just got to balance exactly that. Like it's like it's like everything, eating healthy, working out, everything in moderation, and you'll be quite successful. Like just just same with same with diet. If you have too many Mackies, you're not gonna be fit and healthy. No, yeah. If you have too much greens, you're probably not gonna be very happy. Yeah. Moderation. And you'll, you'll, yeah, so. it's like Mark Zuckerberg, right? When you see the bloke wear a suit nowadays, unless he's going to court. Yeah. I explain it in someone yeah, wears a yeah. suit. 
every single day it's like a black t-shirt and some cargo shorts or jeans or whatever because he doesn't need to have the personal view of trying to be successful because people know who he is because he's so mm. well known whereas do you think that's why he does it because he's so well known or do you think that's just think who he is now just, who he is because yeah. ease of use yeah, yeah. E- ease of dressing ease of yeah. not thinking about he, he has enough brain power to put into other order rather than to what he wants to wear every single day yeah, or yeah. a different coloured suit. If he knows that there's a black top and jeans that look just as good as a whatever, and it's easy, he's got probably 20, 30 tops that are black, put it on, it's done. Whereas, I mean, Warren Buffett, completely different. He has probably hundreds of thousands of suits over the course of his lifetime, but he always wears it because it makes him feel successful. Everyone knows who he is. Mm. He drives a Cadillac crappy car. He lives in the same house since 1960s. Nothing's changed, but yet he's still that same person. He still still turns up in suits. So again, it it all depends on who you are and how you feel and how you get there. I think I guarantee that Mark, back in the day, would wear a suit Mm. because he needed that boost in life. And you know, when you when you go into school, you probably have to interview in a suit. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Whereas your dad's thing, he physically had to go and find work. Was Mm. chatting to people actively, trying to impress people and show look we should we deserve the contract because this is how i look this is how my company is mm. let's work together let's make this work um but go, yeah going back on to like john templeton i mean mm. the gold fly economy seats because you want to save money and he was just a very reserved man but what do you think he'd done with the extra money do you think he spent it somewhere else absolutely no no i imagine he used it to to buy assets to collect assets yeah and that's yeah, he was a hedge fund man- manager, did you yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his his brain would have been on generational wealth. Exactly. Like, all day. He'd, he'd have known not to... He, he He's told bloke not to get your five pounds pipe pumpkin spice latte from yeah. Costco or... What, no, what is it? Costa. Starbucks. Starbucks. Costa, yeah. yeah, one of those things. One of the coffee shops. He, he's not he's not that type of bloke. If he's not flying business as a multimillionaire, probably been in there, he's flying economy. He's that type of bloke. So he's... I bet you... His savings every month, or rather investments, because he probably his savings are probably sorted, will be over fifty percent of what he earns. Yeah, like it will all go on on what he's in, on collecting assets, and it is uh he'll be living well below his means as well. Evidently, if he's flying economy. Yeah. So what's your what's your argument? What do you reckon then? Would you fly business or would you fly economy for you right now at this moment in time? It depends on the price, but say. If I was just flying a couple hours, yeah, down to France, South Spain, wherever, and it was only a little bit more money, I'd pay the extra a little bit more money. I would to go business, yeah, okay, just because I think it would help my mindset. Yeah, I would. If it was extortion, if it was like a five hundred quid ticket versus a five grand ticket, you'd absolutely not chance. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Also, why am I paying five hundred quid to go to France? Like, that's just how it's, oh, it's <laughs> cheap to drive it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so it, it, the price would massively change but I'd have a look at what the price is on business I'd I'd consider it okay yeah. collect them points you know <laughs> what about you still thinking about points uh, for me I would fly short flights or fly economy any day of the week um, you know realistically you don't have the space in short flights to be to do anything special you don't no. have the extra leg room. It's still three wide. Yeah. It's, you know, you don't really have the that sort of thing. Whereas if I'm flying like a five hour, ten hour flight, I want the luxury. I want to actually be able to work to spread, mm. and you know, think about 
the future and think about what my business is doing and, and actually have the space to work and spread out and, and do that. So anything over probably three hours, I would consider, very much consider flying first class, business class. I think this is another difference. I want to go <clears throat> into, like you said, working on those times because a lot of businessmen have to fly a lot. Yeah. You know, it's quite... A, well, we fly a lot. We do fly a lot, yeah. yeah. Um, imagine if we were, like... <laughs> the time we waste in the air mm. so if we're not doing anything I've like made it we have to do something because you can't do 10 hours of nothing okay? no, that's just no. outrageous so whether it's audiobook reading planning the future you've got to do editing, something editing business, yeah whatever you've got to do something and yeah. that's where it does make a difference I think if you are travelling for work or not even that if you're travelling for holiday you can still get work done on that mm. plane ride that plane journey I think that's where you can separate yourself because a lot of people I know just want to sleep on planes. Yeah. Just want to mind out, crash, drink, get drunk on a plane. The amount of people I know, airport, you could be in an airport at 6 a.m. and they're, do you have a pint? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, all right, go on then. That's, that's controversial. It's, you know, it's, it's a bit different. Mm. Love a pint with you. Let's have another one. Another one. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right, some people, they, they just, and to them it's absolutely fine, but I think they're in the, well, they're not trying to grow themselves. They're not trying no, to no. develop something. So that's where the difference is. So if you are trying to build something, develop yourself, work on yourself, perfect opportunity to do some work. Right? Yeah. Be like... Can I just say, so obviously uh, since January, I have currently spent seven and a half days in an aeroplane. Wow. Yeah. That's terrifying. So we're now, what we... Uh, start of September, right? So I spent seven and a half days in an aeroplane. When you think of Over that, a week... In the air. In the air. So the amount of time that I've made, because realistically, if I'm out of somewhere, if I'm on the ground, I can do other stuff. I can't make excuses in an, air, in an airplane because there's nowhere else to go. I can't go out for a walk. I can't go out for a run. I, no. I have to do work. So in fact, in that case, I will play business all day, every day because the relentless... Seven and a half days, of, yeah. Yeah, seven and a half days of getting no, work done yeah. is massive. That's huge. The amount of hours that I, that I could do. And we're only in September, you've still got three months, four months of travelling, haven't you? Yeah. And, and you're, you're going go long haul now. Tomorrow. Yeah, you're going long haul for the rest of the year, aren't yeah. you now? So you're going to... Could that be as much as 14 days? Oh, easy, I reckon. Easy. Jesus. It's, it's, two, it's, it's a day, isn't it? From there and back. From yeah, yeah. 12 hours. So oh when you think God. of it, yeah, realistically... I'd be, be stupid not to pay the extra money and go business yeah. and have the room and the space. That's a great way. Of, that's a great way of looking at it. Just to look at it. Yeah, blow it up. Look at from like thirty thousand foot view. <clears throat> if you're small minded, not really thinking very well, you'd just think, "Oh, I'm going for a quick flight. You just, I'm going on a flight. I'll be fine. Yeah. Sleep it off. I'll wake up and I'll be able to crack on." But when you look at it like that, uh, from an annual perspective, like mm. that's massive. Total time. That'd be interesting. At the end of the year, we'll, we'll uh, keep counting them up and we'll see how many days you do. Because yeah. that is insane. Scary, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, anything else more to add? No, I'm good. Cool. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter links will be down below. Low, 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 low. Links will be down below. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. Help this podcast get out there so we can help the world. Once again, have a good uh, weekend, guys, and a good week. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.